It's time for The Drive's Top 5 at 5. South Carolina kid. Bougie. Oh, yeah? Bougie. I don't think so. I think uh, country, more like it. I'm, we'll talk about it. Hour number three, it's quitting time here on Fan Run Radio. Five o'clock, it means it's time for your top five at five. Brought to you this afternoon by the fine folks at Malone and Costa Dentistry at Knoxville Smiles. Marcus Young, what do you got? Thank you, Russell. At number one, obviously some uh, some news for Tennessee basketball after their win against Arkansas. Tennessee basketball announced over Twitter that the injury that Sakai Ziegler is in fact a torn ACL in his left knee, and he will be out for the rest of the season. But he's still he's a sophomore, I believe, so he still has plenty of time to make a big comeback for his next couple of years. Get yeah. it over yet. Nope. I like that he has that, that extra year or two. Like, I, I don't know that um, – I just don't know what to expect next year. Like, I, I hope he's able to come back. If he is, what level will he be playing at? There's something I noticed right away about him is when you watch him court level, just how hard – how much torque he puts on his knees. And he's going to have to build up to that, obviously. But we'll see. Hopefully hopefully he can get back to full health again. And I know Tennessee will miss him for sure. And it's going to be a tough loss. At number two, Tennessee baseball happening as we speak. They are at the bottom of the third Got a couple runners on first and second. Tennessee leads 5-0 over Charleston Southern. I like these two-game midweek series leading up to SEC play. You get a lot of work done. Yeah. You get to see a lot of different guys, a lot of different pitchers, these outfielders. Tell you what, man. Everybody's getting their work in. These these upperclassmen, Booker and Scott, uh, they're going to get passed up by these freshman outfielders. Dryling and who, who's the other one? Oh. And we've got um, some really talented guys who are already starting to flash. And the the, the upperclassmen have, have not been hitting much. So uh, Hunter Ensley as well has gotten a lot of run in center field. Reese Chapman is the, is that the one? outfielder from Colorado who's – man, he's got a nice-looking swing. So uh, – a lot, of, a lot of talent, a lot of options for Tony Vitello. And, again, plenty of time to just give guys games, at-bats, let them figure it out. At number three, uh, Jalen Carter, former Georgia star and potential top NFL draft prospect, has been charged with racing in, a fatal, uh, in the fatal crash, crash that killed a teammate and a recruiting staff member at the University of Georgia. He has been charged with reckless driving and racing in connection to this crash. Well, and the recruiting staff member, the female who was driving the other car who passed away, tragically, they've said her blood alcohol level was through the roof 
and her car was clocked at 104 miles per hour. A Ford Expedition, one of the largest production vehicles that's ever rolled off an assembly line. That's now you see people doing like the, the one of the things I wonder is how much does this happen and people get away with it? Oh, a this ton. is just the the this is why you don't do it. It's, it's so so dangerous. Make one mistake, one flinch, one small thing. And people are people are going to die. We see these people out there, and Barry, you've ridden with me. I've been known to have a little bit of a lead foot, but these people who are driving like you, you see them coming down ninety miles an hour down Pellissippi, and it's just what are you doing, man? What, where yeah. are you going? It's so important that you have to be driving. Yeah. And we're not talking about like an interstate that. getting, you know. I mean, it, it's yeah, they're driving through town. There's yeah, traffic they're weaving streets. in and out of, going to the, the wrong way, according to these reports. It's just insanity. And all drunk as skunks. At number four, uh, something that came out yesterday, Tom Brady is weighing a roast special instead of a comedy career. There was reports that he was considering doing stand-up comedy. Who? Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. Really? Yep. I don't think I'd find him very funny. Seems he will be stepping into the world of comedy. Apparently he, according to some reports, the 45-year-old has, quote, drawn up a game plan for a new career in stand-up comedy. But recently uh, it's been reported he may be looking rather at doing a Netflix comedy special for a roast. Oh, the people roasting him? Well, I'd love to see uh, the Manning boys show up to that. Yeah, I mean, that, that would be fine. I, I'm just highly skeptical that Tom Brady could get up there on stage in a stand-up situation in a club and deliver. He was horrible. Horrible on, he hosted Saturday Night Live. It was terrible. I didn't, I didn't think he was bad. I, I thought he had he wasn't as good as some, Satan. Some, some decent sketches. But there's a big difference between doing that when you've got a team of writers handing you the jokes, you're practicing it, working on your delivery, and a lot of the laughs you get are just because you're Tom Brady, then – writing your own material, getting up there on a stage and delivering a punchline. Yeah, That's, I mean, he's just like he's not as good a quarterback as Peyton. He's, quite frankly, <laughs> he's not as funny as Peyton either. Because Peyton, I think, could stand up there and do that. That sketch from Peyton when he's playing football with the kids is still one of the funniest. Oh, where he SNL. smashes that ball yeah. off the back of that kid's head. That one, and he also did one with Will Forte in the same episode where they're like a basketball team and he's just dancing to this song. It's it's such a ridiculous sketch with him and Will Forte, and it's great. Uh, and finally, at number five, uh, a new de- <laughs> a new device from China allows couples to simulate kissing over their phones. I feel like this is something that's been around for like yeah, thousands of years. Yeah, can't you just do that anyway? The Love you. Or even the um, FaceTime. Yeah. Well, a, a new device out of China allows couples to share a kiss with, quote, real physical intimacy from anywhere in the world. The device, which uh, attaches to your phone, is equipped with a... I thought you were going to say attaches to your face. Well... Apparently, it, it must. At it, some point, you touch this thing to your face, huh? Yeah. It, it, kissing my phone? The device, which attaches to your phone, is equipped with a silicone mold of a person's lips. That's the most stupid thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> That has sensors Prosthetic and... Prosthetic lips that you kiss, and, like, your girl kisses the other hers, and, like, yes. they move. What do you think, Chloe? Your boyfriend, you're going to... Your boyfriend's around the world, you wouldn't want to kiss your phone and get a smooch off of him? 
is to help mimic an, an actual kiss from your loved one, as it says. So, uh, the kissing device can also transmit the sound, the sounds made by the user's partner on the other end. I just love that somebody invented this, right? It was a presumably smart, like Japanese scientist. Chinese. Chinese. Chinese, sorry. They're, they're working hard on it. This is what they're working on. This is where the, the COVID yeah. came from. We've got nuclear <laughs> proliferation, the the rising of the sea levels, whatever in the atmosphere. You know, we've got all these serious scientific problems. And these guys are over there. You know what we need? To, you know what yeah. we need, guys? We need a way to kiss on the phone. Let's get to work on this. Come on, let's let's oh, really yeah. lean into this and use all the power of our education and and scientific talent to. Yeah. solve this critical problem. Yeah, I mean, it, it's insane. I, I wasn't going to bring it up just because it's kind of been a bummer of a week it's so critical. far with all the, you know, we all know why it's been a bummer of a week, but uh, apparently that, that whole doomsday ice shelf on Antarctica is really starting to melt now. Is it called the Thwaites? Or, it's the largest uh, ice shelf piece of ice in the world. As important as that is, this guy needed to make this device. He could have been spending his time on the ice caps. I mean, if he makes a lot of money, I would highly suggest buying land in Central Florida because it's getting ready to be beat. You're going to buy one, Marcus? You're going to buy the artificial lips? It's only $40. Kissing machine? I think I'll be okay. Just do the... uh, Just not, not get it. Think about how much... Extra income Tony Vitello could make. It's like a side hustle. Uh, like selling cameo. makeout sessions with the women of all Twitter. <laughs> How are they going to simulate the beard? Well, he doesn't have it right now. So, Oh, no. It's, it's coming back. He's stubbling it in. You could probably add like fake facial hair to it to give that same effect. Like, I mean, what you your asked. girlfriend get like you this, some big bushy ginger beard for her phone she's gonna carry around this big orange furry thing <laughs> hold on let me get out my attachment she's like in the food court at the mall or something you're talking to her get out it's the giant face. ginger beer just want to beard. point out that the guy who created it did say his own long distance relationship is what made him want to create this could you imagine his girlfriend when she finds out look honey i look what i did i did this for you i think this uh I bet Look, it's just like your mouth. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. Speaking of mouths, if you are having dental issues, you need to go check out our friends at Malone Costa Dentistry at Knoxville Smiles. It's where I go for all my dental work, and they do a great job over there. Whether you just need a routine dental cleaning or you've got wisdom teeth that need to come out, you need a restorative procedure, fillings, crowns, bridges, veneers the invisalign procedure they do it all they even do dental implants right there at their state-of-the-art facility on south peters road in west knoxville schedule your appointment today you can call them at 865-539-1776 or just go online to knoxvillesmiles.com alone and costa dentistry at knoxville smiles speaking of one anthony vitello Here's Coach talking yesterday after the debut of one Maui Ahuna, the talented shortstop from Hawaii, finally getting to 
make his college baseball debut. Um, at this point, I'm glad the kid got to play baseball, to be honest with you. Um, seeing him out there and having success, now I probably needed to not act like a three-year-old. I thought that first one was going over the fence, but it just wasn't a very lively night uh, to hit the ball until the sun went completely down. And, and those two homers, obviously, Jared for, for us and then Burke and then their guy juiced one too. I mean, those, those are out on any day, but it just wasn't a very lively day. But he smoked that first ball. And then to see him get the first hit out of the way, we talked about it in here after one of those games, just to get a lot of the first out of the way is nice. So happy that the kid gets to do what he loves to do. What was the process of, I guess, reaching the suspension decision and how was it getting back out here today as well? Um, for myself, yeah. um, w was just kind of talking with administration, um, you know, anyone possible for me to talk to really. You want to make the right decision, but you're, you're kind of under the gun with the timeline. and. Uh, we, when I say we, everybody that you can think of that would be involved in, in uh, that action wanted to support the kid and just wanted to do whatever we thought was right to get him back on the field. And, um, you know, it was a contributing factor, hopefully, in, in getting him back out there. We got the band together finally. Maui, Zane Denton, Simo at second, Big Blake Burke is just mashing Dude, right he's now. he's a hoss. Oh, he's a unit. Yeah. Got two good catchers, three good starting pitchers, a bunch of flamethrowers coming out of the bullpen. Dickey nailed down one spot in the outfield, Merritt down, down one. We got one spot up for grabs. Look out, SEC. Tony, Tony V is back. He's here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And guess what he's all out of? Bubble gum. It ain't the other. Did you mention uh, the X factor on our team? The secret weapon, Sewell, Camden Sewell. What's what's up with him? He's he's got an injury. That's the first I've heard of it. Oh, he hasn't pitched yet this year. That is kind of strange. I saw something. Well, they said they're bringing him along slowly. I don't know if his elbow, shoulder, or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I, I think. Gosh, he's, I hope he's all right. You sound really concerned for the injury you didn't know existed 60 seconds ago. Well, I wasn't aware of it. Yes. You kind of went Southern Bell with the two. I sure hope he's all right. I do declare, Mr. Beauregard. Devils. I hope your arm's okay. Mr. Sewell. Big Orange Brad is next. Good afternoon, Brad. Hey, guys. How's it going? Going all right, man. How are you? Pretty good. Man, guys, yesterday yesterday was rough. It was. Uh, I think it was rough for everybody. Um, what makes it so weird is, is it was such a beautiful day yesterday. Me and, me and my son kind of had like a, a getaway day. We, we kind of both played hooky. And, uh, you know, just enjoying the day. We went out and hit, uh, hit some balls at Top Golf. And just just kind of just enjoying the day. And, you know, we're, we're traveling back through Knoxville, and uh, we pick up on – uh, Marcus's top four at four, and he's talking about the game, the baseball game getting ready to start. So we say, hey, let's go over and see if we can get a ticket. So we we whooped in over there and did and watched the game. And like I said, it was a, it was a great game. Um, just had a great time. And we got back in the car and headed home, and my son grabbed the phone and and um, 
he put on the podcast. He put on the third hour, and he goes, oh, "He said I only listen to the third hour because that's when Roger calls." Ah, oh, man, I'm and sorry, that's when you, and, that, and that's when you let into it. So it made a somber ride home. And just to say that it, you know, you got kids in the car. You, you might think they're just sitting over there, just playing on their phone, but they're they're soaking in everything they hear, and, and you know, he just about knows the callers just by the sound of their voice. So, I mean, we we're a bunch of big tough guys, you know think we are anyway but you know kids kids have it rough too you know when something renews like that break so but Roger Roger touched a lot of people he's just a super kind guy sure sure yeah he he absolutely did and we miss him dearly and yesterday was tough man today's been a little bit easier we've been able to laugh a little bit which has been therapeutic yeah. but yesterday was not fun that that five o'clock hour was rough well, on a lighter note, um, I can say this, that, um, that that Bear's name was Mud um, with my son that, that day that he flushed Raj. <laughs> uh, Raj deserved that. I told him he deserved it. I mean, what do you think was going to happen? He's going to come on here and take shots at Catholic. Listen to that noise. Yeah, yeah. He's my, he was my boy. He's my buddy. That's it. I yeah. didn't treat Raj any different than any of my other friends. I didn't treat him any oh, different. Yeah. I treat Russ, Marcus. Anybody? Oh uh, well, guys. Uh, just kind of say, just um, before I get off here, um, I couldn't help but think when I was on hold, you guys were talking about that um, that contraption with the lips and everything and the phone calls. It was it was kind of weird enough as it was, but could you guys imagine how weird it would have been if Trey was there with you guys when Marcus uh, was telling that story? It would have been too weird. I mean, it's, Marcus. Was weird Very tray like qualities making it weird right off the top of the five o'clock hour like that in the heart of drive time. I mean, Big Orange Brad driving around with his kid. I mean, can you imagine how uncomfortable that'd be to listen to with your son right well, there? I can easily was, imagine it. That it was, was Wallace-esque. Before I joined, or no, it was after I joined the show. I was just taking a day off. I was at the pool with my kid and all the other families. And we were, I talked him into letting me put the drive on at the pool. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. Not a family show, apparently. Not that day it wasn't. Guys, that's all I had. I appreciate it. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate you. Let's get Hillbilly Bopper in here next on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. What's up, Bopper? Hey, guys. It's been a while. Yep. It's been since the Georgia game. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're all um, right, man. Well, I've been doing okay. I, I was actually involved in a head-on collision back in December. Oh. I've been roughing through that. And, um me and the two girls were hit head on here in Georgia. Oh no. Had to go through that and you know, I've been sidelined for a little bit back to, you know, working from the house and just recovering with physical therapy. And uh the girls okay? Yeah. Girls are good. Okay. Um but, uh they were they were getting out of their cast as I was getting in mine. So oh, it my was God. Just had some fractured you know, fractured bones in their hands and feet, but you know, didn't slow them down. We had a had a memorable Christmas. My family from West Tennessee came down to visit with us and for the first time since we've lived here and got to have everybody here at the house. So it was, yeah, it was good, man. It's been a, it's been an emotional day for you guys. And, and yesterday was for sure. And, um, that's kind of the reason I was calling was about Roger because, and I, you know, I've been kind of sidelined and hadn't had a chance to tune in as much as I, I had back, you know, before the accident. But, um, yeah, I just, man, Raj touched my life tremendously because 
I know he'd normally call in. I'd try to call in at the later of the days. That's when I get off work here. Um, and he'd probably be one of the last couple of callers behind me when I called in. And, you know, just, man, I teared up this morning listening to Vasilio and, you know, just reaching out to the community up there in Knoxville. But, um, you know, he touched a lot of lives. And I know he's a great friend. A lot of people hate I didn't have a chance to meet him. Um, and uh, I had no clue he was close to being my age, but uh, but yeah, it was um, it was awesome to see the you know the reaction that he got on Twitter and how Vol Nation stepped up to to help support his, his family. And just um, gonna miss Raj and miss listening to you guys. Hopefully, I'll be back in in the saddle here soon to listen to some more. And um, glad to see our baseball program's doing good. And I'm um, gonna try to be back up for football season this year and be back up on the hill. So. But, um, yeah, just appreciate you guys. Just want to call and let you know, appreciate you guys, what you guys do, and keeping all of us fall fans informed worldwide. We appreciate you, you brother. Keep sorry sorry to hear that. Yeah, sorry to hear you had to go through that, but I'm glad everybody's doing better. Yeah, we're all on the mend. It's, Good. Uh, just God really, really helped us, man. It was, uh, it was a miracle. If you look at the truck that I was in, it was, um, yeah, quite the miracle. Not good. So, yeah, okay, man. But, yeah. But, yeah, man, well, you guys take care, and, and I, that's all I had. I just wanted to give my, my piece to Roger today because I know he's up there watching down on us and and uh, and rooting for us. Yes, sir. You guys have a good rest of the evening, guys. Appreciate what you do. Thank you. 865-546-8200 if you want to get on the drive. 546-8200, your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Back with more right after this. The Docket brought to you by Fox and Farmer, the Car Wreck Pro Attorneys. Memphis Grizzlies star John ja Morant is he's having some issues right now with his reputation in the league. And he needs I don't to grow know the hell up. And people we don't talk a, a ton of NBA on here, but people know he's one of the bright young stars in that league. Just a fantastic dunker. You know, good story. Guy who was just overlooked by all the big schools, went to Murray State and has become a phenom. At the highest level, just a fantastic athlete and a great player. And this is the second gun, quasi-gun related incident that has come to light with him in the past month. Uh, about a month or so ago, there's a story about some of his entourage shining a laser pointer into the Indiana Pacers team bus after they got into a shouting match at FedEx Forum or something like that. And the Players like thought his it, best buddy was right in the middle of it from yeah, the stands. Players thought it might have been a gun, might have been. We don't know. They they deny it, but there's a lot of people who think that it was. They're shining gun laser in, in there. Today, this story is just coming out. It's, uh, it's about something that happened over the summer, but the story just came out today in the Washington Post. Morant accused of repeatedly punching a teenage boy in the head and threatening him with a gun. Last summer, according to Memphis police records, the alleged incident reportedly came four days after another incident in which Morant allegedly threatened the head of security at a Memphis mall. Both allegations are emerging about a month after several of Morant's acquaintances allegedly threatened and harassed Indiana Pacers staffers with a red laser. The incident involving the teenage boy 17-year-old reportedly told police that Morant, who turned 23 last August, punched him 12 or 13 times Good God. during a pickup basketball game 
at the point guard's house. He claimed Morant and a friend hit him so hard it left a large knot on the side of his head, which police observed for themselves. The teenager also reportedly told Shelby County Sheriff's Office detectives that after the fight, Morant went into his house and reemerged with his hand on a gun visible in the waistband of his pants. Morant reportedly told police he had been acting in self-defense, admitting that he swung first but believing that the boy was the aggressor because he threw a ball at his head, then stepped up to him pulling up his pants. The boy, however, alleged that he was checking the ball back to Morant, who had thrown the ball hard at him first. This whole story is just so ignorant. You're yeah. 23 years old, play a millionaire in the NBA. You think you're above the law? You think you could just go assaulting people, brandishing a firearm Miners. at somebody? Why are you having a 17-year-old boy over to play pickup basketball at your house? What the hell is wrong with you? It's got disaster written all over it. He's, you know, it's funny. You hear stories about like him mentoring Kennedy Chandler and other players. Yeah, it sounds like he needs a mentor. I mean, somebody, he, just, he needs something. Somebody, I, I can't find on Twitter. It was, it was like a former NBA, the former current who did come up rough. And no, it was just, Shannon Sharp. Oh that yeah. Show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he called him out, but no, somebody went and got receipts on him. I mean, he 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 did not grow up in a bad neighborhood. Which kid, not this that- kid comes from a from a great family, has had every advantage, and and all of a sudden you would think you know he's acting like he's you know didn't have but you know was an orphan that was raised on the streets by the, gangs. I mean, I, I see these. Young kids, you know, want to be like it's something to aspire to be a, a gangbanger. To it's like when you hear about these professional athletes like selling drugs on the side. It's like, what are you doing? What just because you want to be hard, you want to be a big bad tough guy, you want to be a bad, you want to be like the the rappers in the songs. Or you think it gives you street cred? Like why? Why? You're rich. You made it. Tony you play Montana a game for a and- living. You want to go to prison? You want to die? Yeah. You think that would be cool? You think that makes you cool? I sound like my dad now, don't I? A little bit. It's, quit, it's, quit, it's, quit watching Scarface. That would be my advice. Stupid, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's dumb as hell. There's nobody with the Grizzlies that can grab him by the shoulder, slap him in the face, and say, dude, you're messing up. Badly. You're about and- to throw it all away. All these people, your, your dad who's at all these games, your family that you're bringing along, all these people depend on you. You're going to be right back to wherever they were before you made it big because you're going to throw all this money away. You probably spent it all on this house and whatever else you're spending on, but you spend the rest of it on legal fees here if you're not careful. Which is dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. But, and it's weird because, like, he was such a good story the first couple of years. It's, like, a very wholesome image. And now, all of a sudden, it's like, what, you want to be a gangbanger? Like, why? You're, like, one of the faces, one of the young faces uh, in the and NBA, I, I, would, I would just also say, like, you're living in Memphis. Like, be careful, dude, because there are actual real gangbangers in there. And, like, oh, yeah, just people that don't care. Uh, they don't, they don't care. really they're about it. Talk talk to the wrong guy the wrong way. 
Man, hope, hopefully he gets it together. Hopefully he gets it together. I've got this other story. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not really a traditional docket story. I don't even know if it has any legal connotations, but it's interesting. West Virginia officials are investigating reports of a powder in the air and on some vehicles in the mid-Atlantic. Mysterious substance has been observed in Charleston, West Virginia, and um, science, science authorities and police are now saying that they have discovered the source of the dust. What was the source? It's pollen. Final results from the dust samples collected Friday in the state's eastern panhandle indicated the material is predominantly pollen. With trace amounts of mineral matter, according to the West Virginia Department of Environmental Protection, samples were analyzed by West Virginia University's Department of Geology and Geography. wonder where the pollen was from, though. Flowers. No, like wildlife. The agency began investigating after residents reported seeing the substance across multiple counties late Thursday night. Social media users posted about seeing the powder in the air and on cars on Friday in West Virginia and Northern Virginia and Maryland. So they, they tested out. I guess everybody's just on edge with this, this train derailment and, and all that stuff. It, the, the train, the, what, your brother Billy, whatever happened there. Yeah. You know, your brother Billy, whatever happened there. That's what I just said, Bear. Thank you for contributing. Uh, I, I think that you got to be careful right now. Allergy suffers. Be ready. It's about to start. It's getting warm out already. Some runny noses out there. And the pollen hasn't even really started yet. Hasn't even really started yet. But it's coming. It's March. It's coming. That is the docket brought to you by Fox and Farmer, the Car Wreck Pro attorneys. And check them out online at foxandfarmer.com. If you're injured in an accident, these are the people to call. Their phone number is 865 531 9400. That is 531 9400 for Fox and Farmer. We appreciate all their support through the years. Be sure to tell them you heard us talking about it on fan run radio should you need their services baseball balls up five nothing as they bat now in the bottom of the fifth inning it's the win streak up to now we're up to five six seven seven this would be number eight i believe in a row after dropping the first two yeah we're on a seven game win streak this would be eight Good Lining stuff. Lining them up, knocking them down, Russ, what I say. Let's get Martin in here next. Martin, you're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Yes, Russell. Martin. My brother picked me up uh, Wednesday's Major Major League Baseball magazine. Okay. And he's got Chase Dolander as the number one college and high school prospect. How about that? And you know it's got number 50? Uh, uh, yes. Um, Burns. Ahuna. Oh, Ahuna. Okay. Isn't that great? Number one. I guess uh, Burns has one more year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's and it's great publicity for for Tennessee. They'll be able to to capitalize on it. We we got to get 
we got to get these NCAA creeps out of Tony's business, Martin. And we we got to get them out of, and and keep them out and make yes. sure we protect this thing. We got something yes. special brewing over there. And my doctor they had a bad injury, I think, two days ago or three days ago. I saw that he dropped a a weight on his toe or something. Gavin Lutz. Or no, I, I think the the Padres had a guy. The Padres spent like a hundred million dollars on a pitcher, and he's working out in spring training. Drops a plate on his toe, breaks his toe, and he's out for at least like ten weeks. They said. Yes. Well, my Dodgers had, had their shortstop Gavin Lutz. Yeah. He must have done something to himself, and they had to take him off the field on the cart. Oh, man. Yeah, he had a knee injury. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. He had ACL. He won't be able to play, will he? I would say no. I would say that'll be a season ender right there. Yeah. I think the Dodgers got great pitching, but they might knock them down about number three in the league now unless they can come up with a, another shortstop. They said Chris Taylor could play there, but but I'm not sure. And, and they got one kid. I'm gonna. I'll tell you this. Let's go, James Altman. Uh huh. He hit 31 home runs and then 106 RBIs in the minors. And they brought him up for 13 at bats. He had six or seven strikeouts. Okay. He had a homer and three RBIs. And they got him listed as a, as a Dodgers starting left fielder. And they got uh, Tracy Thompson. Start to start in center field, and they said, "Boy, they picked up from uh, from uh, Tampa Bay as a free agent." I just give you a little update on my Dodgers, but Martin, I, I love the update on your Dodgers. I mean, actually, I I, I kind of zoned out there for a second, but I love you, Martin. Appreciate the phone yes. call. <laughs> right, thank you, Russell. Thank you, buddy. I was watching the video of his of his guy Gavin Lux. ACL injury is worse than Ziegler's. That was bad. Oh, you know what it makes me think of is like my initial reaction to I think it was a Louisville basketball player, Kevin Ware. Yeah, that went yeah. up for that. Oh, that was. Rough. We talked about that last night. Yeah, well, that was like they. I mean, not to get too graphic here in drive time, but like I believe we saw the bone. Yeah, and on national television. Yeah, it was it was, it was terrifying. Bad. Um, T Carp. Is next. Good afternoon, T Carp. You're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Hey guys, how are we doing today? Are we are we feeling a little bit better? Doing a little better, yeah, for sure. Thank you. I, I, you're welcome. Uh, there's no uh, no matching uh, that uh, that first hour call. I cannot remember the gentleman, the blind gentleman's name, but uh, it was rusty. Uh, that, it was rusty. I mean, I was, yeah. I'm sitting. I, I'm I'm driving back from Atlanta, so I'm getting to Truist Park. I'm I'm, I'm going to get a brave pat. You know, from there, I'm sitting in there, it, you know, in the little parking lot. There's workers, you know, running all around. I'm sitting there bawling, and you know, in the in the car listening to it, man. It's uh, he he did a great job. I, I that that'll go down as one of the best calls. It um, it really I, was. If if you missed Rusty's call in hour number one, a a very touching tribute to Roger. I would highly advise you go check out the podcast and hear that. Here, here. Um, I vote also to move the uh, the five fifty five as uh, Rogers' last call. Um, 
you know, the, the last caller, like, hey, this is so-and-so, blah, 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 is Roger's last call type of thing. And they can be sponsored by whoever. Because um, I, I, you knew 550, 555, Roger was calling in, always had great questions. Um, miss him. Can't wait to get up there in heaven. And uh, and he'll probably have a, a UT hat and, and, and something like that waiting on us when we get there. But, uh, but man, it sucks about the Zakai Ziegler stuff. I mean, we, we kind of knew. I mean, like you said, we were holding up a shred of hope. We kind of knew it was going to happen. Um, and they're just going to have to figure it out. I like what uh, Gillespie said. Um, he said they're, they're going to be uh, point guard by committee. And I, they're going to just – they're going to figure it out. And I know I said it last night, too. Um, it seems like Barnes does a much better job coaching when he's pigeonholed into doing something where he has to do it on the fly. And he does, like, a much better job. So, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I choose, like Bear said, I choose to, to say, like, we don't know. You know, we don't know that yet. And uh, – and I hope this team goes far in the tournament. Y'all be good. I love you both. Thanks, T-Carp. Love you too, buddy. You don't know that. I have had several suggestions to name things that we do after Roger, ways to permanently honor him on the show. First of all, I think several of his catchphrases are already permanently in, in drive lexicon to begin with. Uh, certainly will never be forgotten. I, I do think there's a couple of things. I don't, I don't know about Roger's last call. It's, a, it's an interesting idea. We've had some good ones. We thought about uh, renaming the Caller of the Year contest after Roger, the um, Roger Davis Caller of the Year contest. I like the, uh, Somebody said that we should name the, the, the keys to the things. Ro- Roger's keys to the game. Keys. I like that. It's pretty good. <laughs> Rogers keys to the game. What do we got to do to get a win? Russell. He's such a sweet boy. Well, Golly. we appreciate all the kind words. 865-546-8200. Your number to get on board. We'll take our final time out. Back to wrap things up after this. Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. Final segment, getting ready for a little overtime. Coming up next, are they out there? I don't know. Overtime Chloe Turner, look at that running one, late. Course. I don't smell the coffee yet. No, nobody out there? Okay. Maybe. Um, maybe maybe something next. What is it she said? We got something coming up next. I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> Mystery guest coming up next at 6 p.m. What are we leading into? Who knows? It'll either be national programming or overtime. Tim on Twitter says, Dear China, how about you tighten up your lab protocols first and foremost? Good. Here, here, Tim. I think that's good. A, a, a sad criticism right there. Yeah. Can't keep the COVID in the lab, but we've got the artificial kissing machine. And can we not put these things like, I don't know, I'm just spitballing here, Russ. I'm like an abandoned oil platform out out in the ocean somewhere, so that if something does happen, that's a good idea. Somebody's just going to fly. You know, they're going to realize that contact wasn't made, and then if you have to go check on them, everybody can be in those. Level they got what, what do you got? This lab, suits. like in some highly populated, um, um, one of urban the area, most densely populated nations on the planet. 
home of like six, however many billion, was it like a billion people live in China now? Are you? Uh, here's the question, though. So what are they doing? Why, like, how did they make that? Why did they make that? I think it was to test the lips, like, like from long distance. <laughs> Stop. Stop. He almost gave me the yeah, man, the wrong, wrong button. So <laughs> that was so dumb, Marcus. I just just now. Do you think they're trying? Are they engineering some sort of bioweapon? No, I think they were probably doing just straightforward Testing scientific research, and somebody screwed up and, and didn't follow. I guarantee you, somebody didn't do like one small thing that you're on some like list of things that you're supposed to do to stay safe. Somebody skipped one. There's like 47 like, points on they, the checklist, and he skipped yeah. number 38. And, like, the bad part is, like, they had, they had said before, um, I don't know if it was the WHO or, or CDC, had, had raised concerns about the safety at this particular laboratory. I don't know. Um, what's his name? John Stewart had a great take on it. He went on Colbert, and it was early on. He was like, We've got a novel coronavirus coming out of a city in the same neighborhood as we've got a building uh, coronavirus research center. <laughs> it's uh, usually basically that that theorem is it Foucault's? I, I don't know, Barry. You're, you're losing. You're, you're struggling to keep me. Uh, you're you're almost but going the most, full the Martin most, here. The, the, the most logical. Whoa. The most logical <laughs> explanation is probably the right one. I think you're talking about Occam's razor, but yes, Marcus, yeah. please. I don't know if I can save this or make it better, but I think the the building where all this happened, like the logo was very similar to the Resident Evil Umbrella Corporation, which was like a whole zombie game and show and movie, I think. I just think somebody made a really bad mistake, screwed up, and it got out. Right, Oopsie. <laughs> yeah. And then again, what do you do for that guy? I mean, we just go. He's probably dead. And forget. How do we get on COVID again? We're talking about the, the lip story. Yeah. It's all Marcus's fault. My yeah. fault. He completely, completely. Feels like old times. I feel like I'm back down. In, something happened yesterday. I was in my garage, like by myself some, earlier this week, and I had like a flashback to the spring of 2020 when we were doing all those shows at home oh yeah and uh like something oh it was something i saw in my garage it just like triggered that memory and that feeling or something um i don't know it it was something well i did most of those shows from my garage who was in here running the board for us oh we had it uh it wasn't jake no this was pre-jake oh it was it wasn't drew had it for a second well there there were a couple of guys gp3 no there were a couple of guys there was because we were going through a transition we had we had let go one guy and then somebody else there was like a fill-in yeah and then somebody we were very fortunate to have whoever it was i remember like he was he was kind of thrown in and and he did really well well we all started like we never thought doing it the way we did it and really, it's how we do VR now. We didn't think we'd be able to do it with everybody in different. Like Russ was at his house. I was at mine. Trey was at his. The miracles of modern technology. It's and a beautiful yet, thing. And yet you despise your phone with the greatest passion on this earth. I know, man. 
Dude, what's wild is one of those, some random show, I think it was on a four, on four, actual 420, uh, one of the highest, most played podcasts. <laughs> I'm not a grass expert. Is from a 420, 2020. And it's, it, it's like an outlier. I mean, it's like ridiculous how many times people, have, I've gone back and listened to it. A lot of weed talk. Yeah, a little bit. Me and you and Trey making it very Trey-like at times. DR Vol says, Tony V's beard is almost back. See him and one of the players out reading to a local elementary school, doing good deeds in the community. This is the guy the NCAA wants to persecute. Tony's out reading to kindergartners. Yeah. You see this? Look at him. Is he in his uniform? No, he's not in his uniform. He's wearing like an orange long sleeve T-shirt and... Some chinos or something. Can we ask him that Looking next sharp. time? That's a question I want to ask him next time we have him you know, on. Fashion advice from Tony? No, not that. <laughs> Trust me, Bear. You're never going to look as cool as he does. Well, number one, you I'm, wear exactly the same thing. Yeah, and you're. Yeah, just, you're, I'm, I'm it's aware not that happening. Uh, neither would you. Okay. Like I'm just curious to get his thoughts on if he, as a head base, but if he finds it strange that he's a head coach in a sport where you wear the same uniform as your players, that whole deal. I've always found that kind of absurd. I thought you meant you were going to ask him why he shaved. No. Oh. Can I? Because I want to know. Why? Why would he? Because why? Because some people do it. Like, Russ has had a beard on and off for like six months now, and it's getting ready to warm up. He's going to come in here. There's going to be – Clean shaven rust for the spring and, and it's summer. It's gonna look weird. Yeah, it, like it, like it did for Tony. It you know, always you look, look. You look really soft when you know. Like you look like a little <laughs> bit tougher guy when you got your beard. Like you look kind of soft when you first shave. You don't look nearly as menacing. I always feel like fat. Like my cheeks are just kind of really? puffy, and it just yeah. It take it takes a while getting used to. I don't know, man. I, I might just go perma beard here. I think this might be the new thing. I mean, really? shaving with a razor and the cream and like just like just keep what a it waste down of time. like that. Just a stubble. What a waste of time. I mean, you got that whole like Islamic jihad slash Taliban thing going on. Okay, that's a little strange. You think? Uh, you think Tony's keeping from like you know going out in the town while this whole? No, I mean, if uh, I my theory is is that he had to go meet with. <laughs> With the NCAA, and he just shaved and cleaned up like I would if I were going to court. Like, uh, yeah. I better shave. Get a suit. Yeah. And dust off the old suit. Make sure it still fits. Look. Your best pair of shoes. Did. I'm sorry. I'll never do it again. I got an appointment. And half Didn't an hour realize ago. it was going to be that big of a deal. Go read to some kindergartners if you don't mind. Rocky Pop says, you are correct on the four-seat scenario. Missoula has the... Tiebreaker, I guess that was probably an autocorrect on that one, if the Vols drop the Auburn game. So, Missouri has Ole Miss and LSU. I suppose it's possible they could lose one of those. I doubt it. Where they, be, where's Ole Miss? I, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. If somebody wants to pull it up, that would be swell. But they're going to be – I mean, it doesn't matter. They're gonna, they'd be favored there as well. Um, pretty pretty sure we're gonna need to beat Auburn. I don't think they're. I don't think Missouri's losing. Not this week. We'll see. Hope I'm wrong. They take the easy way out, but Vols need to go down there and beat Bruce and Auburn. 
We've got, according to this, they uh, play Alabama today. Who? Auburn. I'm talking about Missouri. Mizzou. Yeah. Oh. That's who we're worried about. We know about. Auburn plays. Sorry, we got the... Marcus, come on, man. What are you doing? Let's look at the... You make it weird. And now you How did I make it weird? Speaking of a rough day all over the place. At LSU, at home versus Ole Miss. They play they're, LSU they're today. They're winning both those games, dude. They're, they ain't losing Baton Rouge. I, I suppose it's worth keeping an eye on. There's but. nobody going to those games right now. I, I saw think... a shot of one of their crowds a couple of weeks ago. I think China made it weird with the lips. Not me. I just figured it was a don't shoot the messenger. What you're yeah, I, th- I okay. think it's important. We should know that if we start seeing people. Oh, it's very kissing, important. Yeah, no, that's important, Marcus. Thank you. If we see, you know, Adam Hickman kissing his phone, you know, coming into the studio, you know why. Well, they're they're really weird. They're on three and out, aren't they? That's a, that's a, that's a strange bunch of individuals. Well, you, you're talking about a show where one of the hosts doesn't turn his mic on. They've just got like this disembodied voice. It's not even a disembodied. It's like just this mumbling in the background. You've got, you've got the the three main guys, and then there's just like this. Yeah, there was, there was some game last night. We really took it to uh, to Arkansas. Isn't that sad about Zakai Ziegler? Oh yeah, Nate. That's sad because they both sound the same. You know, you can't. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and and Hickman comes in and says something stupid like, "Whoa, we really suck." And then you, all of a sudden, you hear. You're like what? What? What's happening there? They just—it's—it's uh, it's revolutionary. They have a guy on the radio who they don't turn his mic on. It's unbelievable. <laughs> revolutionary new approach on fan run radio. I love Brett, but seriously, dude, we can't hear you. <laughs> what are you doing? Come on, man. The microphone goes in front of your mouth. Sticking it in your ear or something? Like, I don't know. I'm not here. Like, I just appreciate, like, Brett, like, just beating himself over the head with a microphone. We love you, folks. Thank you. I think the Overtime Boys have decided to grace us with their presence. So, more local programming headed your way next. We'll do it again tomorrow, 3 to 6, here on Fan Run Radio.